There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You might not be afraid of no ghost, but if it's any of the ghouls on this list, I absolutely am and I am heading out of here. I'm Tilly from What Culture Horror, and these are the 10 best ghost story movies. Number 10, The Innocents. While we tend to think of 1960s horror as being dominated by the wonderfully lurid, technicolour melodramas of Hammer and Roger Corman, the decade also gave us a number of the most genuinely chilling and sophisticated films ever produced in the genre. The first of these is this 1961 adaptation of Henry James's classic novella The Turn of the Screw, which stars Deborah Kerr as an inexperienced governess hired to take care of an orphaned brother and sister in a remote country estate, but is disturbed both by the behaviour of the children and an uncanny presence on the property. Key to the success of The Innocence is its sense of ambiguity. Whilst it can be interpreted purely as a ghost story, the film is rich with Freudian overtones which are unnerving to this day, given that they largely centre on the repressed sexual urges of Kerr's governess, and overtones of sexual desire from the boy in her charge who may or may not be possessed. The Innocence is also a marvel of gothic aesthetic, beautifully shot in black and white by Freddie Francis, with a chilling score by Georges Arik. It's probably the finest film from director Jack Clayton, who later returned to gothic territory with the flawed but compelling 1983 adaptation of Ray Bradbury's Something Wicked This Way Comes. Number 9. The Haunting Robert Wise was a director the likes of which we see all too little of these days. Supremely versatile, he worked across multiple genres – musical, western, science fiction, horror, and produced classics in all of them. 1963's The Haunting was Wise's crowning achievement in horror, and arguably one of the very best films ever made in the genre. Adapted from Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House, itself one of the greatest horror novels ever written, the film centres on a parapsychologist's study of a fabled mansion thought to be haunted. In common with the innocence, the success of The Haunting can largely be attributed to its ambiguity. As much as there is cause to believe the phenomena is genuinely supernatural, the ghosts seem as attached to the psychological troubles of the visitors, particularly Nell, portrayed by the brilliant Julie Harris as the troubled history of Hill House itself. Beautifully shot in black and white with Ettington Park in Stratford-upon-Avon used for Hill House's exteriors, Wise took inspiration from his old producer Val Luton to deliver a masterclass in less is more filmmaking. Using using editing, sound and camera movement to suggest the presence of otherworldly entities, but never showing anything directly. Alas, the lamentable 1999 remake took the opposite approach, drowning out any scares with CGI. Thankfully, Mike Flanagan's masterful and pant-wetting Netflix adaptation was enough to bring this terrifying tale back to its original glory. Number 8. The Legend of Hell House 
from the title alone, it's clear that this 1973 production owes a great deal to The Haunting and its source novel, The Haunting of Hill House. Even so, it's a great haunted house film in its own right, with an agreeably creepy atmosphere all of its own. Adapted by legendary horror science fiction writer Richard Matheson from his 1971 novel Hell House, the film centres on a group of individuals hired by a dying millionaire to provide conclusive proof of life beyond death. To this end, the four are sent to Belasco House, former home of a deranged hedonist which is thought to be haunted by the spirits of those killed in a massacre many years earlier. So far, so familiar. But The Legend of Hell House takes things to a far more lurid place where not so much is left to mere suggestion. Most prominently, the spirits present in the house have a strongly sexual power, although despite the film arriving in the more permissive 1970s, this aspect of the novel was toned down somewhat for the screen. The Legend of Hell House boasts some strong performances, notably from Roddy McDowell as a troubled medium. Plus, it has a wonderful location in West Sussex's Wykehurst Place which you may have spotted in other 70s horror flicks like Demons of the Mind and All the Colours of the Dark. 7. The Fog After the success of a little film called Halloween, director John Carpenter stepped away from the slasher genre and moved into classic ghost story territory with this 1980 effort, which proved to be every bit as masterful a chiller. Boasting a great ensemble cast, The Fog is set in a coastal town whose centennial celebrations are torn asunder when a ghostly pirate crew comes in from the sea in search of vengeance. This particular ghost movie largely eschews the psychological overtones of earlier greats in favour of a more political element as the ghost's wrath is rooted in local government corruption. Few filmmakers of modern times can craft a sinister atmosphere as well as Carpenter, and The Fog stands up proud amongst his finest work. It's a little more visceral and gruesome than your standard ghost movie, but this never undermines the thick air of spookiness. Carpenter is, of course, just as celebrated for his directorial vision as he is for his iconic minimalist synthesizer soundtracks, and The Fog is no slouch in this department either, with an eerie signature theme slightly reminiscent of Mike Oldfield's Tubular Bells, used so memorably in The Exorcist. Number 6. The Shining Stanley Kubrick's 1980 adaptation of Stephen King's novel is one of the most hotly debated horror films ever made, and has long divided opinion in large part because of how wildly it diverges from the source material. Still, while The Shining may omit vast swathes of King's original story, it is without question one of the most effective representations of a haunted house ever put onto film. And, in common with other classics of the genre, the line between the supernatural and psychological is heavily blurred. The gradual emotional breakdown of Jack Nicholson's Jack Torrance goes hand in creepy hand with the escalation of presences from beyond the grave in the Overlook Hotel. The disorienting manner in which events unfold with only a bare minimum of narrative detail is key to promoting this sense of unease. The Shining also breaks with Haunted House convention given its comparatively bright, colourful and modern setting, as opposed to the usual old, dark and creepy locations. Number 5. Poltergeist Another 1980s entry in the ghost story canon that brings spooks and spectres out of traditionally gothic locations and into more familiar modern settings, but of the titles we've listed so far, this is the one that relies least on the power of suggestion. Directed by the late great Texas Chainsaw Massacre legend Toby Hooper, although there has always been, and doubtless always will be, speculation as to the extent of writer-producer Steven Spielberg's control, Poltergeist sees a family in a newly built suburb come under attack from restless spirits. 
While there's a hint of political subtext, the houses are built on a Native American burial ground, for the most part we can forget about symbolism here. Poltergeist is first and foremost a special effect movie, going out of its way to bring the supernatural to life in a more vivid fashion than any film before. It might come off as lurid and popularist by comparison with its more subdued forebears, but Poltergeist is still a terrific ghost movie, like an especially lavish fairground haunted house come to life. It is also bedfellows with Jaws as one of the prime how the hell did this ever get a PG rating movies? After all, what traumatised child who watched this movie can forget the face scraping scene? Number 4. Beetlejuice while there is certainly a case to be made for Ghostbusters being the greatest ghost-themed comedy of them all, no comedy and indeed few movies overall have gone to such lengths to show things from the ghost point of view than Beetlejuice. Tim Burton's 1988 film also went some way to setting the tone for the director's career, with its blend of madcap humour and macabre weirdness. Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin star as a recently deceased couple whose afterlife is made unbearable when Metropolitan snobs the Dietzes take up residence in the house to which their immortal souls are bound forever. But of course, the show is very much stolen by Michael Keaton in the title role as the anarchic, hyper-energetic bio-exorcist hired to scare the living away. His main interest is in plotting his own resurrection via an unholy union with the Dietz's daughter, Lydia, played by Winona Ryder, in a role that inspired a generation of goth girls, perhaps myself included, but that's beside the point. Beetlejuice presents a rich, colourful, detailed version of the afterlife unlike anything shown on film before, to which subsequent films clearly owe a debt. Number 3. The Sixth Sense it may be hard to believe now, but there was an ancient time when people went into this movie, remember actually going to see movies in the cinema, not knowing what the twist was. And you best believe those who didn't see it coming were truly knocked out of their seats. Hand in hand with The Blair Witch Project, writer-director M. Night Shyamalan's breakthrough film, actually his third feature, but no one remembers the ones that came before it, made 1999 a major critical and commercial renaissance year for horror. As well as launching Shyamalan as more or less a genre in his own right, The Sixth Sense also helped usher in a new less is more era for horror, returning to a more atmospheric, character-based and suggestive approach, at least until the rise of torture porn anyway, only to resurface as a technique in recent years. And of course it made I See Dead People one of the most memorable movie lines ever. While Bruce Willis gives a fine performance as the child psychologist assigned to the troubled young Haley Joel Osment, it's Osment himself who completely steals the film, earning a slew of well-deserved awards nods for his trouble. While it may be one of the few films of its kind not to be centred first and foremost around a supernatural threat, it's still a genuinely creepy film boasting more than a few good scares. 2. The Devil's Backbone Back in 2001, Guillermo del Toro was still relatively unknown to wider film audiences in the wake of his 1993 indie debut Kronos and his inauspicious sophomore attempt Mimic. However, The Devil's Backbone changed all of that. The first of the Mexican writer-director's films to be made in Spain and set against the backdrop of the Spanish Civil War, The Devil's Backbone centres on a remote orphanage filled with the sons of fallen soldiers. While the horror of the ongoing conflict is bad enough, the building itself has quite a troubled past, which manifests itself in the form of a ghost seen by the boys. Frequently mentioned in the same breath as Del Toro's later film Pan's Labyrinth, The Devil's Backbone balances supernatural chills and intrigue with the harsh realities of childhood in wartime, and the cruelty of both children and adults. This balance between real-world horror and the uncanny became Del Toro's signature. While the film boasts great performances from its adult cast, notably Eduardo Noriega and the late Frederico Lupi, child actor Fernando Tielve and Inigo Garcés impress above all. Number 1. 
Oculus. Following on from his 2011 indie breakthrough Absentia, writer-director Mike Flanagan really announced himself as one of the most exciting new horror filmmakers of the decade with this distinctly above-average 2013 ghost movie. Karen Gillan landed her first US leading role as Kaylee, a young woman who, along with her younger brother Tim, played by Brendan Thwaites, is haunted by the memory of the violent death of their parents, which they believed was down to evil spirits that came out of an antique mirror. However, where Tim, having been forced to shoot and kill his own father, has undergone years of therapy to rid him of this delusion, Kaylee still firmly believes the mirror is haunted, and to this end has reacquired it in hopes of performing a parapsychological study that proves them right. Oculus succeeds where many other contemporary ghost movies have failed, by allowing time for real character development as opposed to just rushing over things to get straight to the scares. The film poses some interesting questions regarding the paranormal, discussing the matter in a very intelligent way. Even so, once it gets the scary stuff, Oculus really gets under the skin with some truly creepy moments that will stay with you. For one, you might struggle to casually bite into an apple again. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.